Disclaimer, this podcast may have strong topics covered and sensitive language throughout the entire series. Please remember, you have been warned. Hello, hello, hello. This is Thoughtsgrave, where I spew my thoughts and any other random things that come to mind. This is episode one, Why Do Banned Books Exist? My name is Maya, and prepare for your thoughts that may have been in the shower or maybe even on the toilet. I know this sounds kind of stupid, but hear me out. Why do banned books exist? And I'm not talking about the books that condone hurting others or that are super offensive. I'm thinking more like Captain Underpants or the Hunger Games series. Captain Underpants is a children's graphic novel that has some crude humor, but is super funny. I used to read it all the time in elementary school with my friends, my sister, even with my mom. The Hunger Games, I could understand with good reasoning, but still, come on. It's a book for preteens. Like, it got me really into reading. I love the movies. It really is a good way to engage teens. Most parents let their preteens watch action movies and anime. At least they are reading challenging books. The book series is very good and challenges the reader. It sounds like some good books to me, but that's not the case for some families. In 2019, Booksbird wrote, The entire Hunger Games series was banned because it has offensive language, violence, insensitivity, and for being anti-family, anti-ethic, and occult-slash-satanic. Offensive language and violence, I understand, but anti-family and satanic doesn't make much sense. The entire plot of the Hunger Games is for Katniss Everdeen, to participate in the games in place of her sister, so she wouldn't have to fight 23 other children at 13. That isn't very anti-family, unless there's some other definition that I don't know of. The entire series is about a teenage girl who rebels against the rich people and their government. That makes the poor fight to death in an arena for sport, to watch and forbidding about. Like, that doesn't make sense, that that's really bothering others. Unless it sounds a little too realistic for their taste. If you ignore it, I guess it will go away, you know? I think it may hit too close to home because we have people here who are really embarrassed that we have poor people and they try to act like they don't exist. So maybe it's touching and brushing up on subjects they don't want to talk about with their kids. The first banned book was made in 1637, titled The New English Canon, and was banned because it mounted a harsh and heretical critique of Puritan customs and the power structures. The outspoken work was too much for the English settlers to handle. Wow, such a surprise. The English can't handle critiques. I noticed that many of the banned books questioned current governments during its time or that went against the societal norms. By speaking out and being satanic, many of the books are blocked from people in schools. Many times discouraging future readers from ever picking up the books and sometimes the works by the author. The book banning process is broken into two simple parts. It always starts with complaints, usually from parents to the ALA, which is the American Library Association, which to me sounds like snitching because what you complain about books for, they're not going to hurt you. Then someone must challenge the book or library holding the book. Like, who has that much time in today that they need to argue with someone over a book? Make that make sense. 
The definition of an ALA challenge is an attempt to remove or restrict materials based upon the objections of a person or group. Like, it sounds like somebody's um, PTA really has a lot of time on their hands. Definitely those stay-at-home parents because, honestly, if you have a job and you're working and you have full-time, you're not going to be thinking about some book. I mean, unless you are. I mean, I'm judging, but whatever. A successful challenge results in a ban, which you're really letting one or two people complain about a book and ban it like that? Like, there's so many people in the United States alone that doesn't make sense for a few people to be able to ban a book in a certain location. Like, I get freedom of speech, but that isn't really speech. It's more of just, well, I guess it could be counted. Whatever. Like... I feel like people complaining about a book, just don't let your kid read it. It's like complaining about music and saying, oh, they have a lot of swear words. Like, just don't let your kids listen to it. It's that simple. You, like, I think that they are so worried about what other people's children are doing than their own because you can stop your own kid from reading it, but you feel the need to complain must mean you want to stop others as well. Hundreds of challenges occur in each year, but only a minority of them make the cut. And usually they occur in locations where they don't have much diversity, which means diversity by race, religion, gender, and sexuality. So a lot of these kids don't get to be exposed until they are teenagers or adults because their environment has been nothing but usually Christian white cis people who are sticking with the original society norms of America. And honestly, I feel bad for them because if I was stuck with that all day and for all my life, I'd be kind of prissy, too. I complain about everything in the book. Um, I can't say I completely agree with banned books, but I definitely would say I disagree with the idea of them and the reasoning behind banning them. Like, honestly, there are books that I get need to be banned because some people will condone violence, murder. They will encourage people to hate others. Like, I get burn, um, not burning, banning those types of books, but if you feel like banning children's books because you don't like them for your kids, that's really sad because you shouldn't be that mad at a book. I feel like that's something deeper and more personal than a book, but whatever. Like, um... Yeah, books do deserve to be banned, but not every book, like Captain Underpants, should be banned just because you don't like seeing a grown man in some underwear. Like, that. okay, that does sound kind of bad, saying it out loud, but, like, if you're reading the books, it makes sense, but if you're saying it out loud, like, grown man, hanging out with kids and under, oh, yeah, that sounds really horrible, but it's, I guess, up to each person. And I wonder, what is the deeper root cause of banning books? Is it really because someone's questioning the government and societal norms, or is it just out of hate? If you are hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode. And for that, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. To wrap up, here are a few points to retain from this new episode. Banning books is really childish. 
And it's definitely a deeper personal issue that has nothing really to do with the book. And honestly, banning books can be okay if the book is inciting harm or spewing hate. Next week, we will talk about shopping addicts. Unite, baby. I love spending money, so this is a personal thing for me, for sure. I hope you enjoyed this new episode, and if you did, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please share this episode with others who may be interested in this topic. Also, feel free to let me know what topics you would like to see covered in future episodes. Get in touch in the comments or on my social media networks at thoughts underscore grave on Instagram. See you next week for a new episode. Bye-bye.